0: This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri. Biologists with the Missouri Department of Conservation confirm a second northern snakehead has been recorded in the state. Now, that's not good. I mean, it sounds nasty. Uh, It's an invasive species. And to tell us more about that is Angela Sokolowski. Angela, welcome to the show. Good morning. Thank you. All right. Northern snakehead. I guess you should clarify this is not a snake. What is it?
1: Correct. It's a, a long-bodied fish species. Um, their heads resemble that of a snake, and that's how they got their name.
0: Got it. Uh, where was it found? Where was this uh, one recently found? I think it was back in May?
1: It was in May. Uh, May 19th, an angler uh, captured a northern snakehead fish at Duck Creek Conservation Area, which is down in the, in the boot heel.
0: Okay, so this was the second one. Where was the first one found?
1: The first one was found um, a little south of that in the St. Francis watershed, um, a little closer to the Missouri-Arkansas state line.
0: Okay. Well, some perspective for our listeners and and myself. How far is the Duck Creek conservation area from where the first one was found in the St. Francis River? Are they close?
1: I'm not exactly sure mileage-wise, but I'd say uh, maybe 30, 40 miles north of there.
0: Oh, okay. Wow. Okay. There's a waterway that that connects the two areas. Then is that how it it got there, or they uh, could they be related? Or?
1: <laughs> they most likely are related. Uh, the St. Francis River is is the primary uh, waterway there, but down in the boot heel, there are a lot of irrigation ditches and wetland areas that that. Are all connected waterways, and so um, there's a there's a lot of connectivity in that watershed
0: itself. Angela Sokolowski is with the Missouri Department of Conservation. The northern snakehead is invasive. What harm do they cause?
1: Well, the definition of invasive species is an aggressive, non-native species whose presence causes or is likely to cause harm to the environment the economy and or human health and these snakeheads, well, these snakeheads definitely meet this criteria. They're they are not native to North America, they're aggressive, um, they're voracious predators which means they can alter the aquatic ecosystems that they invade mostly by reducing other fish populations. And they could have an effect on the fishing opportunities in our state, which definitely plays a part in our state economy as well.
0: Angela, I get the heebie-jeebies uh, when I look at fish. Uh, I, I have some kind of a phobia. And um, when, when I hear uh, aggressive and a threat to humans, uh, that scares me. What's, uh, what type of threat do they pose to us?
1: To humans, I, I wouldn't say that these fish actually cause a threat to us. This is more of an economic and um, definitely environmental concern. <laughs> okay. They do. They are a little bit creepy looking, and yeah. uh, these fish are unique in that they can breathe air as long as their skin stays moist. And so they have been known to crawl to slither across land, oh. which which. Which kind of ups the the heebie jeebie factor? Yeah, for some, I
0: think. Yeah, Angela, you could have left that out for me. I guess you have to tell everybody that. But yeah, that is uh, <laughs> that's giving me chills. Angela Sokolowski with the Missouri Department of Conservation, talking about the northern snakehead. Not only in rivers, but this thing can move on land, which is uh, even freakier. Well, so how does something like the northern snakehead get into Missouri waterways?
1: Well, most invasives that we face um, are usually brought by humans either intentionally or unintentionally. The species was brought to the U.S. intentionally um, to be sold in live fish markets in some large cities and was also sold in the aquarium trade as well. Um, So they were brought intentionally but they were unintentionally released in natural waterways Um, The population that we are seeing potentially moving into Missouri are coming up from Arkansas, and there were several fish farming operations in Arkansas that wanted to produce these fish uh, for sale in live fish markets. Well, um, it's believed that a flood event Um, caused the snakeheads from at least one of these fish farms to escape into the natural waterways, and that's how they got into our part of the world.
0: Okay. Wow. Uh, So when they're going to fish market, people are eating these things? Are they they tasty? Uh,
1: Supposedly they are tasty. I haven't tried them, but they are a common food fish in parts of Asia where they are common and native to, and so... They were being sold as as for human consumption.
0: Yeah. Wow. All right. So, Angela, I mean, this is your area of expertise. Uh, so, you you hear about these northern snakeheads, and and you hear in this particular situation that they they got out in Arkansas. But how how do you tell that all of a sudden we have an issue here in Missouri? Are there signs in the ecosystem, or is it just by luck that a fisherman may catch it and call up conservation, and say, hey, this this doesn't look right, or?
1: in this particular case it really was by luck uh with fishermen reporting an unusual catch to us because we know that arkansas fishing game uh has been addressing invasive snakeheads we knew they were in the watershed we knew that they were probably heading our way because they are very reproductive and they can spread through water and so we knew they may be coming and then it was by chance, fish capture, that notified us that, yes, they are here.
0: Yeah. All right, so now you've captured two of them in Missouri. Uh, any estimate as to how many may be in our waterways?
1: No, we really don't know that right now. Uh, following the May capture, our fisheries folks did do monitoring in the Duck Creek area. They were not able to locate more snakeheads at the time, but... Um, our, our Fish and Wildlife Service neighbors at Mingo National Wildlife Refuge will be conducting similar monitoring to see if they can locate any in their wetlands. Um, but as of right now, we haven't found any more, and we are definitely going to keep monitoring, knowing that they are probably present, but probably in very small population numbers at this point.
0: Yeah, Angela, I mean, is there anything that you can do to get rid of them, or do you at this point? do you just try to control the population, monitor and try to control the population?
1: We are working on a management plan. Um, The U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service has a national snakehead control plan. Um, As the state, we have an aquatic nuisance species plan that sort of addresses aquatic invasive issues in general. Um, our, Our snakehead management plan will will look a lot like those plans and take into consideration snakehead biology and local conditions. Um, And Within that plan, we'll be evaluating some of our control options um, and and our monitoring strategies as well. There may be places that we can utilize barriers uh, like water control structures uh, to prevent snakeheads from spreading further through the watershed, but with the connectivity of the waterways in this area that that does include irrigation channels on private land and other wetland areas, um, we can't assume that barriers are going to stop the spread entirely. Um, capture can be done by netting or electrofishing, uh, but this species is is known to prefer areas of of water that are near the shore and highly vegetated, and those are areas that make netting and electrofishing much more difficult, And so that will be a challenge as well. Um, We may be able to utilize drawdown of some of the wetlands or, or lakes or channels in that area to reduce the volume of the water bodies, which would make capture potentially easier if we're dealing with a needle in a haystack situation. We're reducing the haystack if we if we do water drawdowns, um, but we will have to locate more snakeheads in order to figure out where we can utilize uh, management strategies and which
0: one would work best in those areas. Yeah, you're certainly on top of it, Angela. What should we do if we uh, find or catch one? I guess.
1: Yeah, we anglers can definitely help us get more information about the snakeheads. If anglers do capture them, we would really like to know where. We would really like to see a photo um, so that we can confirm that this is a snakehead. Uh, we do have a native fish called a bowfin that does look similar, and we'd love anglers to be able to identify the difference between snakehead and bowfin uh, because. If they do catch snakehead, we would also ask that they kill the snakehead by gutting them or cutting the gills. Uh, These fish can't be killed just by throwing them on ice in a cooler or throwing them on land. As we said, they have the ability to breathe air and move themselves back to the water, and so we do ask anglers to kill them as long as they can confirm they are snakeheads and not bowfins. Um, reports of these captures can be made to our conservation agents or by going online to mdc.mo.gov and contacting us that way.
0: All right, Angela, unfortunately I will not be able to help because I will be nowhere near the St. Francis River.
1: (laughs) Well, at least you're spreading the word. I appreciate that. Yeah,
0: no doubt. Angela Sokolowski with the Missouri Department of Conservation. Uh, Check out this interview and uh, all of our others on our podcast. Search Show Me Today on Apple. Angela, great uh, talking with you.
1: Thank you so much for the opportunity.
0: This is Show Me Today, the voice of Missouri.